everybody. Guess what? New podcast episode. That's You obviously knew that. This is a ramble. It's a rant. I was clearing my head after driving home from my buddy's house. And uh, so the sound, I'll be honest with you, you hear me driving down a dirt road and stuff. So just be ready for that. Just giving you a heads up. But uh, I just want to give us all a little something to think about when it comes to what hunting tackle we choose to use and how much that shit really matters. So here's a quick one. Uh, Won't take you more than 15 minutes. Enjoy. Welcome to the Human Predator Pack Mule Podcast. I'm your host, Todd Baumgartner. I'm a strength and conditioning coach, I'm a writer, and I'm an outdoors person just like you. And I created this show to help you be more successful in the outdoors, both by training your body to handle the rigors of each hunt and to do it over the long haul, and to introduce you to some great guests. They're going to teach you some skills and tell you some great stories. Again, I'm Todd Baumgartner, and this is the Human Predator Pack Mule Podcast. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Human Predator Pack Mule Podcast. As always, it's Todd. I hope you're having a good day. I'm flying solo on this one. Uh, this one's kind of impromptu uh, because uh, you know I. All right, so it's as I'm re- the, I'm recording this exactly one week before the kickoff of archery season here in Virginia. I'm driving down off the mountain. I'm in my truck from visiting my buddy John McComas, uh, fellow hunter, my, my archery shooting buddy, uh, human predator pack mule client, actually. He just got back from hunting elk in Colorado. And uh, I ran into some big hiccups with my bow this weekend. I don't want to talk specifically about what happened. My bow, something's up with my bow. Uh, I'm not going to talk about it because it's only going to make me mad. So there's that. So we're going to leave it be. But something interesting popped up when I thought about not being able to hunt with my bow next Saturday. So I have a, I have a Matthews Triax compound. I just got it this year. Uh, had it going pretty well. Right now it's it's there's a problem. I'm going to try to get it fixed tomorrow. But I might not have it for next Saturday. But when I first got back into archery hunting... Um, I got a crossbow. I got a Barnett whitetail hunter or something like that when I knew I was going to get back into hunting. I want to be able to hunt in archery season is, is the real, is the, the moral of the story. And when I first got back into hunting deer, I did not have the expendable amount of time that I do now. So I wouldn't have had the time in my eyes to really practice with a compound or even especially a compound or a traditional bow to be for me to be comfortable sitting in a tree stand or and hunting deer and and taking an an ethical shot because I just knew I wouldn't have the time to shoot I wouldn't have had the space to shoot I live in suburban Washington DC right now Um, and you know so I have to I have to leave my house and try to find places to shoot because it's it's not legal for me to shoot in my backyard so consider all of these things I so I started with a crossbow I still have the crossbow it looks like next Saturday there's a solid chance that I'll be hunting with my crossbow I'm going to try to go to the bow shop tomorrow get everything figured out but there's a solid chance I'm going to be hunting my crossbow on next Saturday and it's weird because 
as I was thinking about that, I had this twinge of like, man, that kind of sucks. You know, I'm not going to be able to, oh, there's a deer right there. There's a little deer uh, feeding right beside the road. Um, that kind of sucks, you know, I, and, and I mean, for several reasons, right? Because I, I spent, man, I was shooting really good this summer. I was dialed in. I was confident. I, everything was kind of where it should be and I was ready to go and I was excited to use my compound and harvest a deer with it or probably several deer with it. And it, it wasn't just that it was the disappointment of not being able to use my belt because I've worked hard with it. I've practiced a lot. I feel good about it. I feel like I could go out and, um, and hunt and be successful and, and do it ethically. But it wasn't just that. So it was this twinge of, oh, well, what if I kill that nice buck? Or what if I see that nice buck that I've been seeing on my cameras and I get a shot at him and I have to kill him with my crossbow. And there was this weird twinge of disappointment with, with that. And, you know, you might be thinking, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. Like, why wouldn't you want to take him with, you know, the the more challenging means. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I, I, I'll, I'll say that right now. I don't think there's anything wrong with that thought process. But it was kind of a weird twinge because I don't know that it's just always about that for me. And, and does it really matter all that much? Because at, at the end of the day, you know, I'm still hunting. I'm still giving myself the chance to harvest uh, animals and, and fill my freezer even more. And, you know, it's not like I haven't done the scouting work, the phys, the, 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 put the work in over the summer scouting, getting the camera set up, checking the cameras, you know, checking in on the deer, you know, really doing the due diligence to, to really make sure that I know what's going on, on the, the ground that I hunt and that I'm going to be in the right places to set myself up for success. So, I don't know, I guess it just kind of, I felt that twinge, right, of like, well, should I really even kill that buck? And maybe I shouldn't. Maybe I should wait until I can use my bow if it's not ready by next Saturday. But maybe I should just shoot with my crossbow, too. Because, I don't know, because I think we have to sit back sometimes and think about that. Because it's like, people, we, we tend to shit on each other for all kinds of silly reasons, right? Well, you know... You know, it was just funny. I was just joking with my, with John because he just came back from um, Colorado and had some close calls with his traditional bow out there on some elk, and it just they just couldn't quite get it done. Which, you know, it's a very difficult thing to do, and so there's no, no shame in that. They hunted hard. They just it just didn't work out, and I made the joke that yeah, well, I'm gonna pop one from 400 yards next month in Wyoming. And he's like, yeah, you, you know, we kind of ribbing each other about it. But there is that, like, rift, right, between what equipment people use and, and how they hunt and how they harvest their animals. And I think that's silly. I think that, you know, it. I think it's a stupid argument, right, because we're all on the same team. It's just like, I'll be honest. I'll, I'll lay something out there for you. Do I think that CrossFit is the best practice when it comes to training? No, I don't. I think it's like a sport, right? So 
the people that go out and compete with CrossFit, great. You're doing your sport. That's super cool. Enjoy it. Have fun. But the reality is, like, even the people that are really good at CrossFit and are competing in the games, they don't do CrossFit to prepare. I don't think a lot of people understand that. They don't go do wads to prepare for the CrossFit games. They have a very layered approach to developing their fitness to be ready for the games. Nonetheless, I... And I'll I'll preface this by saying that in the fitness industry, I used to kind of be a dick and pick fights and make fun of people for the, 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 I wouldn't say make fun, but just be a contrarian about what kind of methods people use to train and what they use to train their clients. But the reality is, is like, you know, we have a movement problem in the United States of America. People do not move enough. Now, am I going to say that someone that's overweight and hasn't been training for a long time and could potentially be hurt by CrossFit, should jump right into CrossFit? No. But if you have a a reasonable coach that will meet them where they're at and and do the right things by them under the guise of quote-unquote CrossFit, then it's probably fine. My point is, is we have a movement problem in the United States. So infighting between the people that promote movement for, 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 for clients is a bad thing because anything that gets people moving is a good thing because we need people to move because people just are, are not healthy when it comes to that. And we've, and we've seen that, you know, obviously with the, the weird stuff that's been going on this year. So it just made me the, the parallel with like hunting, like, or I was sitting there feeling, I had this like twinge of weirdness about, oh man, I might have to hunt with my crossbow. Like I was, like it was a demerit. And the reality is, is like, you know, when I first started hunting deer again, I, I, some of you know that have been listening or know my story, I stopped, I stopped hunting for around a decade. Um, I'm, I'm writing some articles and likely a book about what happened there and why it happened. And I'll be able to explain it in depth. I'm not going to really go into it now, but suffice to say, I started hunting when I was like six years old. I killed my first deer when I was eight years old. I hunted up into my twenties. I stopped my late twenties. I started again. And, you know, I'm in my mid-30s now, and I've been hunting for a little while again. So, you know, I've I've been hunting deer again for a little bit. And I'm successful every year. I I usually kill two or three deer. And uh, so it's not like I I haven't done my due diligence as a hunter. It's not like I haven't, like, tried to recruit people back in. It's not like I haven't, you know, built my skill in different ways. So to sit there and for me to have this this, uh, this thought that, oh man, if I have to hunt with my crossbow, like I'm taking a step backwards, but is that true? Like, is that really true? Cause I, and I think that it stems from the, the silly conversations and the silly infighting that we have about what kind of equipment people use. Now, if there's something that people are doing, that's like unethical where people take these, these crossbow shots that are like ridiculously too long or just while animals are still moving or something like that like sure I'm on board with that and you have to understand that you're still using archery tackle but the the reality is is like if people are out hunting and they're doing it a way that they're developing themselves as people and they're harvesting meat for themselves and they're taking ethical shots like what the hell does it matter what kind of equipment that we're using it doesn't and I just think that we have to continue to keep that at the forefront of our minds, man. It's like just being supportive of people getting out and trying to recruit people into the 
into our world, man, because we need we need people more than now now than ever. I think what we lost two million more hunters the last time they did the survey. Uh, I think I'm a millennial technically, uh, and I think in my age group there's only like 1.85 million hunters, something like that. The last time they checked, maybe it's grown. I don't know, but I think the thought process of us staying on board with man, like no matter what equipment somebody uses, getting out and hunting is a good thing for all of us. And to not like beat yourself up for, for what you're using. Like, I, I don't know, man. Like I know that, dude, of course, hunting deer from the ground with a traditional bow is going to be far, is going to be more difficult than hunting deer in uh, Northern Virginia, sitting in a ladder stand with a crossbow which is, I have a diff- couple different properties, but there's a good chance I'll be sitting in a ladder stand with a crossbow uh, next Saturday morning. But, I mean, I know which ladder stand to sit in because I put the work in. I, if I go out and hunt the mountain ground that I have, I know where to be because I put the work in. So does it really matter whether I'm sitting up there with my, my, my compound bow or my crossbow? The reality is, is like, could I go out and shoot to 20 yards with my compound bow and likely be fine? Probably I could, probably I could, but that's where the I would be unethical and trying to force myself into like a square peg into a round hole because I decided I want to be stubborn and I've used my, crop, my compound bow all summer and I want to use that when I should really go back to just using my crossbow until I get my compound bow fixed. So I guess this is a little bit of a rant and a little bit of a ramble, but I think the the point is, is like, man, like hunting's hunting, you know, as long as it's done ethically and within the law, I don't think we should ever be like, oh man, uh, you know, dog people for using a certain type of equipment or even, you know, dog ourselves for using a certain type of equipment because at the end of the day, if we're out there enjoying ourselves, getting meat for ourselves and for our families and, uh, trying to be generally good practitioners of conservation, then I think we're all on the same team. So, all right. I think that's it. I'm done. I'll talk to you guys later.